guys, welcome back to the podcast. Oh my gosh, today we got a lot to talk about, a whole bunch to talk about. And I want to kind of put this in a type of perspective, something that I want you to listen to what I'm talking about here. Because I got to tell you that we have the uh, port of confusion is like everywhere. Anytime you turn around, it's like there's another thing of confusion. And I know if you follow me on YouTube, you'll see some of the images that I will have up. I will explain the topic as I'm doing it for my podcast on Anchor, Spodcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are held. You can check me out there. I am your host, Derek. Let's get into the topic today. And the topic today is dealing with what is a thing I always see that goes around so quickly is about the Antichrist. The Antichrist is like, you know, um, a lot of times fundamental churches and, and people believe at any moment the Antichrist is here. And I want to try and bring this into a type of perspective because you always are told that this, you know, this person and this person, this person, this person could be the Antichrist. Now, the thing is, is that the scripture is very clear on this. It tells us that, um, that, you know, little children at that last time, and as you have heard, that Antichrist shall come, even now there are many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. Now, we see this out of the first book of John, chapter 2, verse 18. You have a major warning of the Antichrist. If you take a look at what they write, uh, dealing with um, other you know, radical religious groups, you kind of see that that also is a Greek number of 666. So where does it all come from? What's what's going on? Now, if you've been paying attention uh, to world events, and if you haven't, trust me, I try to sleep through it. And I have been hit and bombarded and asked my opinion, a fact that a sitting president was um, investigated by the FBI, showed up in Florida. I I don't believe that this is coincidence. I believe this is all orchestrated, and I'm going to explain why. Because I think my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus are a little concerning to me at this point, point right now, is that I am seeing this trend that they are getting behind a flesh-and-blood man and they're, as you say in the South, you know, don't count all your eggs before they hatch because you won't know how many chicks you really have till after they hatch. And right now I'm seeing plan after plan after plan being hatched by the global elite. And that with this, we need to be prepared. Now, the first person that comes up to you, so if you take a look at what's going on in other countries... They're passing laws right now to stop this man. That's right, this old grandfather-looking man. This is George Soros trying to stop him and have his influence in the politics. Now, George Soros has been known to have his hands in politics forever. He actually came out of Germany during the uh, silver, uh, during the, uh, (laughs) whew, man. It's just still, it's just, just trying to get this to come out because it kind of, I sit here and I, I say it, but he was part of World War II. You know, he was taken in by a German family. And, you know, this guy comes out with this net worth of billions and billions of dollars and that he has so many different open 
Society fundraisers and Forbes and all this stuff. And uh, Budapest, he was a non-observing Jewish family sort of survived the Nazi occupation of Hungary. Right now, Hungary has actually passed laws. It's called the, the Soros uh, laws where he can't come in and use his money or use any money uh, to push an agenda, to push onto the people, kind of what we've seen here. We've seen this type of push with uh, people like him and dealing with the whole thing with with the uh, the BLM. Um, you know, people saying that, you know, he came in and he hijacked it. And you, you try and ask where did that money go to? And you find out a lot of it went to the Democrats. And you're going, wait a second, I thought this was to make people aware we've got a, uh, we have a, a hor- horrific thing taking place with our uh, our brethren. And we're supposed to be making people aware of this. We're supposed to bring people to knowledge of this. We're supposed to bring us out of the Stone Age about this and, and help everyone and help them and help the society. But then also you see where the money goes and you do you could do the money trail yourself. I could I could go for hours on the bunny trail with that one if I wanted to, but I don't want to because I think it was a good organization to a certain degree that did get hijacked and was taken over as not being used for what it was intended. And we see that not only on that that platform, but we see this across the board, everywhere, everywhere. And so you have you know him being accused uh funding this and and that uh, these bus trips were being taken and they were being to- taken to different places i covered one um one of the the um one of the marches and um the one i was at uh it did get a little bit out of hand traffic was slowed down and stopped on major interstates but eventually order came back and you know you kind of have to say well where's all this this coming from and you're seeing that people were legitimately um we're fractured any way you want to look at it we're fractured we are a society that that we we are so much have been ingrained in our brains whether it's politics religion whatever ideology whatever sexual preference you have we have been geared to fight one another Instead of focusing on the issues at hand, such as where's people going to get food for their babies and for themselves? Water. Uh, living. What people, I mean, the homeless rate is out of the roof just here in the United States. And I, and I say to also to the Christians out there, why are you not opening up your coffers from your churches and making places for the homeless. I mean, that's what the scripture tells us to do is to provide for the ones that are in need. And so when I see something like this and we're, we're geared to see this man here as the bad guy, as the bad guy, as he, and I, don't get me wrong, it's like the scripture says, there are many antichrists and I believe this man is one of them, but not the one, you, okay? You gotta make sure you listen and pay attention to this because there's a bait and switch that's happening. I want to try and put this out there, and hopefully this will get out there. And it's you know, and it's not intended to be offensive to anyone at all. It's not. I, but I also want people to sit there who are like, at these rallies upon rallies for a man that was the 45th president, 
maybe you should kind of back off on that worship that you are giving him because people are literally worshiping him. And we're going to get into that. And so when you're told that this person's the bad guy, and we're told, hey, George Soros is the third Antichrist. I mean, you have it right here. This was something that was put back um, uh, November uh, 5th to 2021. Uh, it says the greatest Nostradamus um, deals with a Michael. Nostradamus was uh, best known for his excerpts and his prophecies that he came out dealing with Napoleon dealing with Hitler, dealing with, um, for the Middle East, and so on, and, and, you know, the, this, uh, talking about the mass extinction, and, and what happened with, um, with Hitler when he was in power, and how this man came out of that, that culture, I mean, let's be honest, he came out of that culture, where people's lives were really, you could actually put a little price on it. I mean, that's that's essentially what was happening with the Gestapo. Is you could put a um, price on a human life. But as you see this stuff that's going on, you see that we have the, the virus and everything, which is a real thing. And you not only have that, but you have in all these events, you have people coming out, out of the world works, is trying to say this is all make-believe, this is all stage, and not just stage, but this is all fake, and it's not. It's not. That's how they get people, is to make them believe that it's an illusion when there's truth to that illusion that's really happening to people. It's happening to people. And we are being so conditioned to be us versus them, right and left, red and blue, that we fail to understand that these people have been working behind the scenes together for eons, eons. And you kind of see this going. And this is where I'm talking to my friends who are also Christians out there. You know, this man has some of the best quotes. Some of the best quotes he has is that, you know, he wants to have a stable and just world under order as the United States, that's one of his, his quotes. So you would think, wow, he can't be that bad, right? Uh, it's, you have all these, and I'll let you, you have some sort of these when you consider yourself some kind of God, the creator of everything. But I feel comfortable um, about it now since I began to live it out. It was one of the things he says, the souvenir of the state must be... Um, International law, international institutes. He's about world, uh, one world government. Um, America's supremacy is the greatest threat to the world today. These are just some of his quotes. So you would see that people that are constitutionalists, people that are Bible-believing people are going to look and say, he's the bad guy. He is. He is an antichrist. You've got that right. Derek, he, he is. He's an antichrist. You got that right. But what I want you to understand is, is that it says there's going to be many antichrists. And there are ways to be able to tell if they are. And I think when you have someone like this that is so easily for um, Christians and patriots to rally together and say, this guy's the enemy. 
that, that we forget that the scripture tells us that we have to be careful of the wolf in sheep's clothing. I mean, you know, we have to be careful and understand that, yeah, you have George Soros says, I have put my faith in Trump to destroy himself. I mean, he is coming out and he is now the opposition to the 45th president, President Donald Trump. He, he is an opposition to him. So he is the part of the swamp that needs to be drained. He is a part of the, the problem. He is the one that is bringing down America. He's not making America great again. He is destroying our democracy. This is the agenda that's being pushed from the far, that, that, that far side. And so when you're you're sitting there and you're hearing all this, and you're like, yeah, but man, it's not even he's not even a U.S. citizen. What does he get to say? What does he get to say? Why does he get to put money into uh, here and be funding all these negative things and causing all this turmoil here in America? You know, he needs to get step off. You know, that's that's the idea. And with that idea, we have this. You have this gentleman here, who. Just come in. And he's a very charismatic speaker. He's very intelligent. And I'm not saying he didn't do good things for us, but I'm saying if there is an agenda, one in which is to make us, us versus them, all of a sudden you have Sleepy Joe in the office. All of a sudden you have all these things that causes people to lose their jobs. Uh, inflation's going out of the roof. America is crumbling. The dollar is at all-time low. Everything is just unraveling. Everything that this man made was going to be gold. It was making America great again. And then all of a sudden, you know, bam. He's out of the office and, you know, and everyone has issues about him. And he's now got his own website where it says, Save America. Save America. Who who wouldn't want the, one of the big democracy uh, in the world that we live in to be saved, especially from, from the tyranny of, of these outside forces. So he resonates with the, 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 the patriots and with the uh, Christians, the, the churchgoers. And he, you know, everything seems to be doing great when he was you know the president we didn't have all this the gas prices were sky high people weren't out of jobs people had jobs everything was great but you got to understand when you have people like George Soros and the people that are with George Soros these people are in it to win it okay they're in it to win it and if they've tried to push one agenda and it's come up against that wall. And they've tried and they've been able to push a little bit. But now it's like that wall's been reinforced. You've now got to have someone that will be a champion of those people. They're now saying, no more. We're, we're done. We're uh, council culture, the whole nine yards. We're done with it. We're fed up with it. Just cut it off. And all of a sudden, you're seeing things like Rude versus Wade and stuff like that being overturned. And... And all of a sudden, you know, we're, you know, people are thinking, hey, this is, this is the kingdom at hand. This is, you know, this is God's work. And you fail to ask whose God are you doing the work for? Because I'll tell you right now, it's, probably, it's definitely not going to be Yoi Vahe. 
Because Yoi Valle doesn't need your money. Yoi Valle doesn't need your your prestige. He doesn't need your, to have a platform to be able. He just needs you as you are. And you're seeing that it's going in this direction. That this is who, who it's supposed to be. And, and what happens? What happens is that you have this top heading right now. Everywhere. Donald Trump. Uh, the FBI director who led the Mari Lago search. He will make us all proud. As when it says for the Business Insider, you have all this. Oh, we finally got somebody in, um, in the FBI that's willing to stand up against this mega man, this mega Trump. We got to stop his triumphant walk. We got to stop it. And so you're you're right there. You're being combatants against a man and the people that view this man as if he is supposed to be the one to save America. What if he's the wolf in sheep's clothing? Has anybody thought about that? What if this man is literally the wolf in sheep's clothing? We have all been sitting here looking at him and saying with council culture, we finally got somebody that's tired of being politically correct. Throw that out the door. He's going to speak his mind. That's why I like him. And then, you know, you're seeing that, um, you're seeing, wait a second. Wait a second. When you ask this man, does he believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior? And he talks about the little wafer. And he talks about taking a little bit of a juice. And he, that sanctifies him. He's not had a public uh, announcement that he believes that Jesus Christ, Yahushua HaMashiach, is the Messiah. You know, the one in which, as believers, we are to say this and say it boldly. And not just whisper it. And hope that Jesus hears us, but the people around us don't hear us. This is the ideology of people today. And we've been conditioned that we've got these we've got this two combatants in the ring. And we want to see them, you know, duke it out. We want the good guys with the where the the good guys to come out on top and be all knock out the bad guys and and anyone is a bad guys about when it doesn't agree with me with my ideology and you recognize that both sides have an ideology that contradicts one another and no one is going to get along because they're all focused on their ideology and they need to start looking at the humanity side of the ideology we need to look at people as human beings. One in which that we should sit here and say, how can we help out our neighbor? How can we help out those that's less fortunate than us? See, we have been so conditioned that the Antichrist and some uh, Christian teachings is a personal opposition to, of Christ uh, expected to appear, appear before the end of the world. But yet I read to you in 1 John chapter 2, Verse 18 that says, Little children, it is the, uh, the last time, and as ye have heard, that Antichrist shall come. Even now there are many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. You have many Antichrist people. 
ones that are not for Jesus Christ and calling out Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, they are the Antichrist. Until we recognize to finally open up our Bibles and start reading like what it says out of the book of Revelation, chapter 13, 1 through 18. I'm not going to read all of it, but you can look these up for yourself if you want to. Where you have 2 John 7 said, Many deceivers have gone out into the world. Those who do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh, such as one is the deceiver and the antichrist. 1 John chapter 2, 22. Who is a liar, but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah. This is the Antichrist. He who defi- de- uh, denies the Father and the Son. And I'll tell you right now, the greatest bait and switch is to sit here. And you have this man here, George Soros, as the enemy this guy here is going to be the savior of America. And what I'm telling you people is what if you're being set up set up that you, you've been told who the bad guys are but you ain't been told that all the bad guys are. And you're being set up to look at a human flesh and blood savior to come in on the white horse to save the day of, of America. And what will end up happening is just giving another power to another version of the Antichrist. I know this is not going to be, um, you know, good. a lot of people are not going to like this. I'm going to have a lot of Trump fans that's going to be mad at me. I'm going to have a lot of people that are George Soros fans that's going to be mad at me. And the, the, the problem is, is that I'm only doing this to inform you to think about these things you need to be ready people you need to be ready because I do feel like there is a wolf in sheep's clothing and we're about to see the bait and switch it just looks so much like a bait and switch to me as always like my uh, grandpa always said you know hold on something from your youth you'll never grow old and what I always say is make sure you uh, pay attention to your surroundings You never know what lies around the corner. God bless.